The United States Department of Agriculture says the official definition of a sandwich is at least 35% cooked meat and no more than 50% bread. This is Simple Joe for Thursday, November 4th, 2021. I've had some Subway sandwiches that are definitely more than 50% bread and less than 35% cooked meat. So, I'm not sure about the United States Department of Agri- Agriculture there. Subway, I might have to report you. I might have to report you. I'm trying to think if I've ever made a sandwich. Well, first of all, hold on just a second. Cooked meat. Is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich a sandwich? Is that not a sandwich? According to the United States Department of Agriculture? Hmm. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Makes you wonder. What about just a tomato sandwich? Or a lettuce, uh, bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich? I guarantee you that's not 35% cooked meat. It's, it's got some vegetables in there, right? Hmm. I think, uh, I think somebody is in, is in violation of the guidelines set forth on the United, uh, from the United States Department of Agriculture. Going to have to look into that. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Zanesville, Ohio. I just came from that area. And Thursday's random questions and much, much more. So for my friends and family in or near Zanesville, Ohio, you're going to see a high of 49 degrees today and a low of 26 with partly sunny skies on this beautiful Thursday. Friday, full-on sunshine, 52 and 27, and Saturday, full-on sunshine, 57 and 35. So gorgeous weather. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for Zanesville, Ohio. I certainly appreciate you, and I'm grateful you are there. Here in Cincinnati, it's pretty close. 51 and 27 for the low and high with partly sunny skies today. Tomorrow, Friday, 53 and 28 with full-on sunshine. And Saturday, we got partly sunny skies at 57 and 30. Five, so we got some gorgeous weather ourselves Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, right? Enjoy this fall weather. Is this the weekend that the clocks is this the weekend that the clocks fall back and go an hour back? It might be. I'm not sure I'll have to look into that. Is this the weekend? <clears throat> Let me know. 1879, Will Rogers was born today. Will Will Rogers, of course, uh author, humorist. Right? I guess that's what they call him. They call him a humorist. Uh, 1916, Walter Cronkite was born today. The nation's most trusted man at one point when news anchors actually just reported the news. Right? Yep. Born today in 1916. Walter Cronkite died in 2009. Art Carney, um, actor, comedian, probably best known as his role is Ed Norton in The Honeymooners, was born today in 1918. He died in 2003. Doris Roberts, the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond, was born today in 1925. We lost Doris Roberts in 2016. Loretta Swit was born today in 1937 from MASH. Hot Lips Hooligan was her character there on MASH. I'm not sure if she's still alive or not, but born today in 1937. First Lady, classy First Lady, probably the most dignified First Lady that uh, I've had in my lifetime, I would think. Uh, Laura Bush was born today in 19, 
46 in Midland, Texas. And Marky Post was born today in 1950. She was, uh, I guess, the main female role in uh, Night Court, the movie Night Court. Uh, she was in Christine, that scary movie about the car. Yeah, Marky Post, born today in 1950. We lost Marky Post in 2021, just this year. Kathy Griffin, comedian, was born today in 1960. And Ralph Macchio, the perennial, the ever young Ralph Macchio, was born today in 1961. Of course, best known for his role as Danny. Was that his name, Danny? In uh, the Karate Kid movies. He was in My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, yeah, young-looking guy. He was, you know, he played, I think he was 30 years old when he was in that, or 25 years old when he played the teenager in Karate Kid. Matthew McConaughey was born today in 1969. Actor Mac Matthew McConaughey. Uh, all right, all right, all right, right. <laughs> He's running for governor of Texas, I think. That's the, what the rumor have it, has. The rumor has it. 1969, Sean Combs was born today. Is he P, is he P. Diddy? Is he Puff Diddy? Which one is he? I don't know. I'll just call him Sean Combs. Born today in 1969. And Curtis Stone was born today in 1975. No, of course, not that Curtis Stone. This is the Australian chef and TV personality in Australia. Take that, huh? Today is National Men Make Dinner Day. Well, I'm going to have to put on some soup, I guess, right? National Chicken Lady Day. I have no idea what that means. And National Cashback Day. I guess when you're at the at the cash register there at at the grocery store and they want you to and you, they ask when you put your card do you want cash back today's the day to get it national cash back day and national candy day i'm a little suspicious about it being national candy day this is three days after or four days after halloween uh we're here at the fourth of november so it's four days after halloween that candy is looking pretty tempting isn't it mom and dad if it hasn't been eaten already right so today is National Candy Day, and today is Thursday, so today is the day that uh, I do random questions. This is where I, uh, I take a look at some questions at random, try to ask them, answer them off the cuff, improvisationally, just kind of thinking out loud here is, and uh, see where it, where, it, where it takes us, right? So let's go ahead and start with the first one. Where do you strongly, sus what do you strongly suspect? but have no proof of what do I strongly suspect, but have no proof of. Hmm. I strongly suspect that. Ugh, I, I, I'm going to, okay. This is the first one that comes to mind. I strongly suspect that there is indeed alien life. Uh, I don't have any proof of it. I've not seen it. I've not seen it for myself. I've never seen any kind of real images that, that would, that would, uh, force me to believe it, but I strongly suspect that there is alien life and may have visited the earth. I strongly suspect that. What else do I strongly suspect, but have no proof of? Hmm. Uh, I guess that's it. That's it. Let's move on to the next one. What was the most memorable gift you've received? Okay. I've received a lot of memorable gifts. So, more memorable gifts. So I remember when I was a little kid, I wanted, I wanted an Atari game console so bad, so bad when I was a little kid. And I asked for it and I asked for it. And my mom and dad just said, no, we just can't afford it. And I, and I had resigned myself to that. Well, 
Christmas, we opened up our presents on Christmas Eve then, and and I just knew I wasn't getting it. I had actually just set it aside, and I opened it up, and there it was, the Atari 2600, and I loved it. I think I might have cried. I just couldn't believe I actually got it, and I had so much fun. I set that sucker up that night and played all night long, and I loved those. I loved my Atari 2600, played it all the time, but it's funny. I never moved on into the gaming world. Once I kind of grew out of that Atari 2600, never went, never went back into the gaming world. Just never, never played video games after that at, at home. I mean, we had a, a Nintendo Wii here for a while, but yeah, just was never a gamer. So that's probably the most memorable gift I've received. Every year, my daughter gets me a, a book that says from the grandkids that have pictures of me and my wife and the grandkids that say my favorite moments from 2020, 2019. And, and it's a picture of me and the grandkids. And I love it. And I told her I want one of these every single year as long as I'm alive. And I love I love that gift. I've received uh, lots of gifts, memorable gifts when I was uh, from the kids mainly. And um, yeah, but that Atari 2600, I don't know. There was something about that that was just just beautiful. I'm, I'm sure I, uh, beautiful is kind of a weird word to say, but it was just, it was memorable. It sticks out as my favorite gift when I was a little kid. All right, let's move on to the next question. What do you hope your last words will be? This is simple. I love you. That's what I hope my last words will be. I love you. To every single one of the people that are important to me in my life, that's what I want my last words to be. I love you. So I was thinking of trying to think of something quirky or funny to say there, humorous, but no, no. These are my last words. I want my last words to be, I love you. All right, next one. What could you do with $2 million to impact the most amount of people? What could you do with $2 million to impact the most amount of people? Hmm. I could, the first thing that comes to mind is, is lay, is, um, start a foundation or start a college of some sort, uh, that teaches basic life skills and, uh, entrepreneurship and things, simple things like building good habits, simple things like learning to spend less than you make. Uh, the value of compounded interest, uh, the value of building relationships, and the value of talking to people and communicating with people. Uh, a, uh, not, not, I would start a. It's not. I wouldn't. It's not a college. It would be. I don't know what it would be called. It's not a college or a university or uh, just a school. I guess it would, it would be a school. I would. I would spend that money to lay the foundation to teach people at a young age. The value of things, of life skills, uh, like I said, like spending less than you make. The value of uh, building good habits and the power of building good habits and good life routines. Those, those types of things. I think that could probably have the, if I had $2 million and I wanted to make the biggest impact on the most amount of people, think about that. If, if you could take, however many people, thousands of people, 
and teach them those skills. And then they teach those skills to their children. And then they teach those skills to their children. Uh, you will impact generations to come. Generations to come. Now, I could take that money and feed people, right? I could buy food for starving people. And maybe those starving people will live and and uh, impact the world for generations to come. But I don't know, this uh, educating people on the power of good habits, good life routines, spending less than you make, the power of compact, uh, compound interest, entrepreneurship, how to treat people, uh, those, those types of things. I could probably, this is, you know, off the top of my head, but I could, I probably would need to sit down and make a list of 20 things in this curriculum that, uh, that I think would impact people now and they would teach people and that would impact people for generations to come. So that's what I would do with $2 million to impact the most amount of people. Next question. If you were put into solitary confinement for six months, what would you do to stay sane? All right, let's, let's, let's set some parameters around this and maybe some rules. Do I have access to books? Uh, Cause I would read a lot of books. If I don't, have access to books, I would probably do a lot of exercise and I would tell stories. I would make up and tell stories out loud to myself and and exercise my imagination. And yeah, that's, that's probably what I would do. I would exercise a lot and tell, make up stories and tell them out loud to myself, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That would be that would look insane, but that's what I would do to stay sane. Uh, I would include I would include what I think life would be with my loved ones at the moment. Uh, I would I would include what I what I think life would be with uh, those closest to me, and I would make up stories and tell stories out loud and long, elaborate, detailed stories, and really exercise my brain. Like I said, it may look insane because I'd be doing it out loud, but yeah, that's what I would do. I would exercise a lot and then make up stories and tell stories out loud to myself with a lot of detail, a lot of detail. All right. Next question. Which of your scars has the best story behind it? All right. If you've ever met me and it's kind of faded now, but I have a scar on the right side of my forehead. That I wouldn't say it's a great story, but it's okay. When I was 15 years old, I was driving with my sister on the pass, and I was in on the passenger side, and she had a blowout. Uh, one of the tires blew out, and she hit the back of a parked car. I did not have my seatbelt on, and I went through the windshield. And that that uh, that accident, I went all the way through the windshield and came through the windshield and came back out and just tore my head apart. I mean, it really tore my head apart. I had the huge gash in my head and it, it was bad. It was a bad accident. I never lost consciousness, but it was a bad accident. And I have a scar right there, a pretty big scar right there that, that tells that story. But interesting, when I had the accident, rumor got out, and I was a teenager at the time. There were no, there were no cell phones or anything like that. But rumor got out that I was in this accident, and of course, I went to the emergency room and all that other stuff. By the time I got home, the rumor had it that I had died, 
and all my friends thought I had died. And it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy because we all hung out at the, at a schoolyard and I got back from the emergency room and they cleaned me up and I had hundreds of stitches in my head. And after all that, it was well into the, well into the evening, maybe even to the next day. And I think the next day I walked over to where this group hung out and, and they thought I had died <laughs> and they were surprised to see me. Uh, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. A few of those people were, uh, you know, they had come to the house and realized that I wasn't dead, but a few of those people that I met at the schoolyard thought that, thought that I had, that I had died. So it was weird. People running up to me and it was, it was strange that that story doesn't end there because so that happened when I was 15 years old. So I would say 30 years later, 40 years later, let's see. No, 30, yeah, 30 years later, um, 30 years, I had a really bad itch on my, on my scar. I mean, it was just, it itched and itched and itched. And this has had been 30 years. And finally, as I'm, as I'm scratching it, I'm scratching it, I'm scratching it. And I scratch and a sliver of glass comes out of my scar on my forehead that had been there since the accident. And a, a you know, short, thin sliver of glass came out. And so, yeah, that's the scar. That's a, I have a pretty nasty scar on my head. It's kind of faded now after all these years, but you can still tell it's there. You can still tell it's there. And finding that glass was was really weird. I guess they had missed it when they were cleaning it out and it was deep down in there and it had worked itself out. But yeah, that's, that's one of the scars. That's probably the only real scar that I have. I have scars, a couple of scars in my hands from getting bit by a dog. Um, I've got a scar on my shin from where I, I was walking across a, uh, the, truck connection. What do they call that? I don't know. And that bar sticks up and I slipped that my foot slipped and hit that, nick that, uh, nick the top of that bar, um, broke both my arms back, uh, when I was in my, I guess, early thirties, something like that. I forget how old I was broke both my arms, but there's no scars from that. So there's my scar story. Which of the, which of your scars have the best story behind it? Well, I just told you that. Let's go ahead and wrap it up right there. Those were interesting questions, right? I, what I like about these interest about these questions is they make me think. I have to think improvisationally. They're they're at random, so I have to kind of think think on my feet. And you find out a little bit about me. How about that? I'd like to maybe have a listener or some guest on and ask them random questions. That'd be fun. Find out a little bit about you. In fact, if you want to come on the show and answer some random questions, let me know. Send me a text at 513-399-6468. 513-399-6468. That might be fun. You know, the reason I do the show every single day is because I love talking to you. I do. I love talking to you. And I also do it to become a better podcaster. And we are right in the, in the start beginning of November, which is Napod Pomo. Gosh, I, I just need to write it down. Basically, Basically, it's where a group of podcasters have getting get, are, are getting together and committing to doing a podcast episode every single day. Release a produce a podcast episode every single day, and I'm in the low two nineties now, so I kind of got a good rhythm here. I think once I hit three hundred, I'm going to do the countdown to one year. Start it, start the countdown to one year. 
but I'm close to 300 now. I'm 292 or 293, something like that. 292. I don't know. I don't know where I am. Right, right around there. So I will do this every single day through the month of November and through the num- month of December and into January. I think January is when I start it, right? And uh, I'm awfully proud of the work that I've done here and how much better I've gotten at podcasting. I still have a long way to go, a long way to go. Uh, I think I could have over the past 200 and some odd episodes, I could have done a better job at slowing down and perfectly practicing, but I did it every single day. So there we go. I still do it every single day. In any event, I don't know where I'm going with that. That was a little braggadocious and I'm, I apologize uh, for that, but we're right in the beginning of this month that podcasters across the world Thousands of podcasters across the world uh, are committing to do a podcast episode every single day. So, of course, I'm participating in that. Let me know how I'm doing. You can email me, joe at thesimplejoe.com, or text me at 513-399-6468. Don't worry about remembering any of that, because it'll be in today's show notes. However, you're listening to the show, just look down or swipe around. The show notes are there. Let me know what you think about the show. If there's something you want to hear about, if there's some kind critique you want to give me, I would certainly appreciate that. Remember, memories are better than stuff. We're coming into the weekend. I got the grandkids actually coming down this weekend. So this has been a this has been a couple weeks, a few weeks with grandkids every single weekend at some level. And I look forward to seeing them and hanging out with them, making great memories with the people you love and the people who love you. That's what you should do this weekend. Make great memories because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.